0: Chase Crossy Radio, where we discuss the unidentified, the unexplainable, paranormal, conspiracies, and much more. So your host and co-host, Jenny Nicassio, Sean Kelly, Trish Lowe, and Jason Sledge and Ryan Petro, brought to you by UPRN Network. Now for your host, Jenny Nicassio.
1: Good evening, and welcome to Chasing Prophecy on the UPRN FM 105 radio network live from New Orleans where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope Thanks. of the normal. I'm Jenny Nacausi along with my co-host Sean Kelly, Jason I am Petro, and Trish Lowe. I just want to say follow us on YouTube and Facebook and the first part of our show today is brought to you by the TNA Podcast the show with two guys, Jason Roach and Sam Hall shooting the breeze about nothing at all. <laughs> they take questions from their audience on a wide range of subjects but I can tell you one thing and promise you there's no politics their podcast is there solely to make you laugh okay guys unscripted and unfiltered not the easily offended should listen okay i just want to make sure but it's all in fun so you can enjoy it they're available for download on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and amazon music check them out on facebook and instagram and tiktok their website is www.theandapodcast.com
2: oh wow (laughs) wow We are, there, guys? we are cheerful tonight, aren't
1: we? Woo! Coke. Okay. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. we have a lot to talk about today. But well, happy we
2: Torture a... Tuesday.
0: Yes. 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 It's going to be Torture. Torture Tuesday. It's always Torture Tuesday.
1: Uh, I love Torture Tuesday. You know, it could be depressing Wednesday, but it is Torture Tuesday. Hi, Trish. <laughs> yes. well, Wednesday's it hump is. day,
0: isn't it? Yeah, uh, to get over the hump.
1: Uh, if we can get over the hump, yeah. I am looking forward to the weekend. Yes, 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 yes. So are you guys all ready for a fabulous, fabulous show? Of course.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Well, we have a lot to talk about. We are going to talk about a haunted house in Hinsdale, New York. Perhaps the most famous haunted house in the area. Has all the elements of a good ghost story. A mysterious history, strange sightings, and the unexplainable. Jason, you like that, huh? Oh, yes. (laughs) And even exorcism, Sean.
0: Yes. yes, Yeah, we'll talk
1: about that. The house on McConan, is that how you say it? Road? Um, First gained a notoriety when a book of Echoes of the Hauntings. Claire and Phil Dandy lived in the house along with their children in the early 1970s. During their time, they were visited by many spirits. A, what, a priest from Sun. Okay. That's probably You know me with words. St. Bonaventure university. Is that how you say it guys? Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. that's how you say it. I'm not really good with words. at the house more than on one occasion? Exorcisms. Oh yeah. They worked out for a while, but as time went by the dandy family, I like that name. Dandy family <laughs> lost the battle and then ended up leaving the house for good. As the years pass, okay? Oh, the years oh. pass by, a few families have lived in a home but didn't oh, stay so long. So, Sean,
0: I like how you uh, <laughs> I like how you redecorated half of your room there. I love yeah, it, too. Like, right hey, he's setting, trying. He's like, I'm,
2: I'm <laughs> there, the dude. outside. It's old school. It, it looks good.
1: Uh, guys, stay on track. This is where Daniel. I'm getting there. Okay, Sean, how do you pronounce this? Cleo? Claire? Claes?
2: Cool clays clays a I've...
1: chapter in the story starts daniel purchased the infamous house and put it back together into a functional condition today daniel lets teams investigate which is really cool like you guys and the hopes of the property is a mystery and hopefully a ghost ghost to you know like mrs muir's ghost on you know ghost of mrs merrill well, anyways, well, I'm so happy to bring our guests into the show. Welcome to Chasing Prophecy Program, Daniel. Hi,
3: Thanks Daniel. for having me. Hey, How's welcome. it going, guys? All, All right, good. buddy.
2: You Buffalo Sabre fan, huh?
3: Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Unfortunately. <laughs>
1: now, you're in New York.
3: I'm How's in the Buffalo, weather? New York. Mm-hmm. Weather outside is frightful. Frightful. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's it's nice. And his coffee it's nice. is delightful. Well, then you and, get um, like,
1: like 30 inches of snow or something like that.
3: Yeah, light dusting for Buffalo.
1: <laughs>
3: we handled dusting. it. We drove in it. We're good.
1: Oh, light dusting. Okay. That's good. Okay, we Daniel. Haven't,
3: we haven't had snow like that in a long time, though, but it's, uh, yeah, we did get a ton. And we're expecting to get another foot tomorrow, I think.
1: Wow. wow. That's great.
3: Yeah. Damn.
1: Okay. We are not. Okay. There seems to be an issue with the chat, guys.
2: There is. There is. I see comments.
1: Okay. I just got a text message that you can't see anybody. Okay. Can you guys see us? Okay. And if you can't, let us know. You can talk to us. Ask questions for our wonderful guest about the haunting. So make sure you, if you have a a question, put it into the chat. Are there any guests here? (laughs) Well, we have... uh, Okay. There's some people out there Okay, they can. Some of us can see. Some of us can see us. Some of us. Can,
0: it's the wintertime Gremlins is what it if is. If you
3: can see, type into the chat. Just say hello. Yeah. Yeah. So we
0: can see how many
3: Check,
1: people. Can see. Yeah, really, because we want you guys to participate in the show tonight. So if you have any questions for Dan- Daniel or any of our investigators and Trish, please, please say so. My something.
0: mom's in there. My mom's in there. Good, mom.
1: Hi, mom.
2: <laughs> yeah. Auggie. Hey, Augie.
1: well hello everybody okay so (laughs) let's talk about your haunted house
3: okay okay yeah so
1: go for you have the floor i'm gonna give it all up to you and you're gonna put i'm gonna bring you up by yourself so you can talk to our guests
3: so i'm alone here so yeah i mean this house uh is a a location. I'm, I'm a paranormal investigator. I have my own team and this was a location that I had gone to with my team probably about 10 years ago. Now it's crazy. Uh, didn't own it yet. Uh, the house was in pretty bad disrepair. Um, it was one of the most active locations that I ever gone to and I hadn't been investigating for quite a while. Um, I didn't know that there was failed exorcism in the house. The first time I went, I let my teammates, I trusted my teammates and, uh, they got me there and had me sit in the living room when we arrived and watched the episode of A Haunting, A Dark Forest, which is based on the story of this house, this family that moved there from Buffalo, uh, and then had poltergeist-like activity happening. Family was very affected by what was going on outside and inside the house to the point where they were uh, consulting with a priest from St. Bonaventure University. Uh, the priest did come and bless the house. The priest came and then did a mass in the house with the family. Then he also got a a structural exorcism approved. Uh, He had brought in a psychic, Alex Tannis from the Tannis Foundation, a film crew from New York City, and came and performed a structural exorcism in this location. Now, this is before the movie Poltergeist came out. This is before The Exorcist. So this was all very taboo, and this family was tormented by the local newspapers. They had to actually have security in their driveway because people were all coming down there to see the, haunt, the the ghosts and the spirits that were happening on this property. Um, and basically, uh, when, when it ramped up again after they had this failed exorcism, the, the priest told the family, my best advice is for you to leave. Um, the, the house had guests and people coming in and out, uh, different families living there throughout the years, and none stayed very long except for the last family, the Misnick family. And, uh, you know, we've been slowly interviewing these families that have lived there getting their takes on what have happened to them and been researching the place. Nobody's going to live there. Um, I bought the place to use as a paranormal research center and to really be able to dig in and dive into some of the folklore and the stories that are associated with the house. And that's all we've been doing since I've purchased it uh, is renovating it, making it stable and, uh, you know, uh, researching it. The teams that come in help with the research. We're all, uh, you know, I try to try to make it like a big family. So everybody works together um, everybody leaves their research there so other other, other teams can uh, uh, look and see what other teams experienced when they were there, maybe picking out some of the hot spots at the location. Um, and, and we also have really good tour guides, myself and, and the other crew that work there, that will help the teams that come in to kind of give them uh, uh, advice as what where maybe they can go, what they can look at, what they can use, names. We also have uh, the, the chalice from the priest that performed the exorcism. We've, we found uh, Native American arrowheads in the ground when we were digging this new septic system. There's a lot of folklore, a lot of elements, and a lot of layers of this house. Uh, and I allow the teams to utilize these these uh, trigger items when they come there uh, to try to get better evidence when they're investigating. So I think uh, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've never experienced anything. You know, they said, they said it was demonic back in the 70s. Uh, there's definitely a heavy hitting energy there. As far as the spirit goes, uh, but I've been involved with dem- two demonic cases in my life, and this is not definitely something compared to those two. You know, I mean, there's there, there's there's ways of suppressing what what's going on there, and kind of ignoring it and moving on to something else. And you know, I always tell the teams that come there, you know, stand your toes, you know, <laughs> and stay together. Oh, yeah. That's,
1: <laughs> a, that's a fascinating, Sean. We're- I, yeah. I said a
3: lot in a few minutes. That, that's okay. Okay. yeah, absolutely. gonna go like this, you know. I that's, that's all right. Stories,
2: okay. Well, first of all, we, you know, I want to thank you for coming on the show, and second of all, having us in September, we're yeah. looking forward to coming on. Um, have is around the house, the property around the house. Is there a lot of activity in that in them in the, in the area, like outside the house and around it?
3: Yeah, they. I mean, they call it the Enchanted uh, Mountains, mm. uh, where the where the house sits, and it sits on top of a hill with a water source. Uh, there's an underground aquifer that we found that actually fills the pond, um, oh, wow. and there's a there's actually another aquifer in the pond that pumps upwards towards the house, and we've actually like used heat heat guns and everything to actually follow it right by the house. It's really cool. Uh, so there's definitely um, you know definitely a water source which is a conduit for energy. Um, the house, you know, you get a ton of activity on the outside of the house uh, linked to, like, Native Americans. We've had a uh, Native American chief in a full headdress that we've caught a picture of in the driveway. An Indian woman out by the pond. And you have
1: these pictures?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have. And many teams have captured them. We have a lot of them on our Facebook page for people who look at on my and on my team <coughs> page. Um, we've captured a woman in white out by the pond. Uh, a little boy uh, wandering outside the house and inside the house, a man in overalls. I know I've captured a full-body apparition of Laura Dandy. She she was one of the family members that lived there in the 70s that committed suicide. She was the one that was most affected by the energies at that house.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, I, I showed the picture, to, and I'm friends with uh, Clara, Clara Dandy, the, fam- the, the woman that lived there in the 70s. She lives in Oregon now, and she's in her 80s and uh my, my one of my main purposes is to make sure that her story is told the right way and told uh, properly yeah. because uh, so much when time passes uh, it's funny because so much even when i bought the house she was pissed at me she she's like i don't like this guy you know he is because you hear stories and as they're passed along from generation to generation things get added in to make it sound more scary or things you know the, the story changes so part of part of what i'm i'm I do is try to make sure that the story stays on the same level same playing field that it was back in the seventies, not adding all this little extra stuff to it to try to make it sound better. It is what it is they experience what they experience, and we don't i mean their story enough is is uh enough craziness to to make somebody want to investigate there you don't need to add more to it you know um So, but the outside of the house, it's very active, you know, from, from the grounds to the, to the, uh, back of the house, there's definitely a native element there as well. You're hearing, um, like whistles, drum beats coming from the forest, uh, and we can't find out where they're coming from. And many teams have heard this stuff, you know, it's like a, like a flute or a chanting coming. It's, it's really cool and weird at the same time. Yeah. I
5: was I was gonna ask um, just I'm I'm in the Midwest I know a, a lot of listeners might not be familiar with where exactly the house is located in New York and maybe what if you know what Native American tribes you know were in that area
3: Yeah, so I mean we've dated it back to the 1700s. Uh, it's the uh, Renway the Indian tribe. Uh, which later became Seneca's. I mean, they kind of kept absorbing each other until they became the Seneca's. They originally were mound builders, but the Seneca's aren't mound builders. Um, the, the Hinsdale house is located in the southern tier of western New York State, so it's south of Buffalo, New York, uh, north of Erie, Pennsylvania.
2: Ah, that's cool. How far from Erie are you?
3: Like 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, that's good. You're not far from us. No. Dan,
1: Daniel, I was trying to find your picture. Um you were talking about on your, it's on your Facebook page.
3: Uh, Hinsdale house page.
1: Yeah. I I couldn't find the picture.
3: Um, There's a lot of them.
1: Yeah. I was trying to find the picture of what you were talking about, but is there a certain place for it on the, on the Facebook page?
3: Um, I can try to find it real quick. Okay.
1: I was just trying to find it. So I could, I did find, you know, your, the one house, but I wanted to find the, the actual, uh, what you were talking about well, there's
3: two pages there's the hinsdale house restoration project and the hinsdale house as well
1: maybe but, i'm on the wrong page uh, this is the house can you see that
3: mm-hmm yeah that the
1: house you're talking mm-hmm. about yeah so this is the house that's um this is the hinsman house so if you have any questions in the chat please um direct them to daniel he'll be happy to answer them that's a pretty cool house and
3: yeah it is uh,
4: <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a pretty neat
3: house. How so many think, floors? How many what floor? Oh, just a, it's a basement in the upper and lower floor.
4: Well,
3: it's a small yeah. little farmhouse. I mean, it's nothing huge.
0: So I think I, I saw something the other day on Facebook that uh, you guys are having a couple issues from weather on yeah. the house caused some uh, turmoil. <laughs> um, so now that. You know, going through and fixing, you know, what Mother Nature did or whatever. I didn't see, you know, extents of it or anything. No, it was
3: actually a group that stayed there. Turned in the house. Oh, that ain't good.
0: But I was wondering if, you know, with whatever you got to fix up, if that'll like stir up more activity,
3: do you think? We fixed up a lot in the house already. Um, It's not a situation where I feel like it gets any busier as far as the activity goes because it's very active. I mean, you can be sitting in the living room and hearing footsteps upstairs in the middle of the day that oh, the energies nice. there the energies there definitely like to make themselves known as far as uh uh when people are there and uh mm-hmm. I, I I I've experienced just as much activity during the day that I do at night. So
5: that's pretty
1: cool. Trish oh, do you have any questions?
5: Um no I, I was trying to you know pick up on the energy from from the the picture, of the house. Um I know. I, I I used to live in in Buffalo. I had never heard of that house. Um,
3: I didn't crazy. either um, until you know until uh, I went there.
1: Who, who is there any recent activity? How how? was the how far further? You know, back did there? You know, was there any evidence or anything that someone you know picked up? Like, is there anything that stands out?
3: I mean, we just, I mean, in the past few, in like the last two years, we've been able to, add the, the, the thing was, is the house was a um, a land lease. It was a lease, you know, leased land. Mm-hmm. And um, it was hard because the company that owned it um, didn't, ha- you know, you, you weren't able to just access uh, the records from the house. You know, you weren't able to just access things. And did, yeah. Yeah. So now that I actually own the house you can go back i can go back and we were starting to research some of the names of, of the families that live there and um uh, you know we've gotten stories because my, the whole thing was is we were focusing on the exorcism mm-hmm. the Sandy family i'm like there's got to be other families that had uh, experienced something like this before and um finally we were able to get a hold of some of these families and, and hear some of their uh, experiences and and uh You know, it's really hearing stories from a family that lived there in 76 for for a little while saying that they saw a young kid, saw a little boy levitating over the pond. You know, he drove his uh, um, snowmobile into the pond because he thought it was iced over. And then he got Mm -hmm. his uncle from the house to help him pull the the snowmobile out. And when he turned around, he saw a family levitating over the pond. Didn't look like they had feet, though, he said.
1: Was it the whole family or just the little boy?
3: no this was um this was a three a family of three now, like why
1: two. would they be why would they be levitating above the pond Were they part did of they drowned the part bottle? of
3: my theory my theory is is all sh- can I swear uh, all crap hit the fan okay. back uh, when <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the s word but all all crap hit the fan when this family moved in uh it was an originally a hundred acre plot uh the company that bought it in the 70s or 60 late 69. Sub the property out into 10 acre plots, built like cabins, hunting cabins on the other properties, mm-hmm. and kept that house on that 10 acres. Then they built the ponds on all the properties. And when I feel like when the pond was dug, that's when they all, you know, everything mm-hmm. started happening. You know, all, all of a sudden, all these accounts of energies uh, started happening with the family in the house. And um, that's, you know, when they started the recording stuff back in the 70s. 72, 73, 74, nice. and ever since then. You know, now we have accounts from the each decade, 70s, 80s, 90s, from families that have lived that have experienced things. Uh,
1: what kind of equipment do you guys? Did...
3: I was just
0: going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> We're channeling each other. Uh, uh, I was literally just about to ask that.
3: We use everything. I mean, from spirit boxes to metaphysical. I mean, just using you know, metaphysics when you go there. I love getting different takes from different people and how they and watching how they investigate. Uh, And a lot of the times you're getting you're you're having maybe a psychic come in and experiencing something and and actually writing, drawing a face of something that somebody else has a picture of, which is really cool. Um, I mean, you can use photography, you can use spirit boxes, you can use uh, recorders, Mm -hmm. um, you you name it. I mean, people have experienced Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you feel about those, but
0: what's, uh, what's your favorite piece of equipment,
3: my Geoport, my geo box, probably, um, okay. I, George Brown, he made those, he's out of, out of Cleveland, uh, but I've had really good success with it. And I, and I probably have good 40, 50 boxes. I probably don't want to say how many boxes I have because my wife will probably disown me. But, um, <laughs> I, I do like, I like to experiment with, you know, if somebody invents something or tries a different way with, a uh, a spirit box. I like to experiment with the white noise and the the whatever George did in his box clears up the white noise a lot, and you're actually able to hear the voices coming through. and And the direct responses that I get out of this box are amazing. I, I feel like I've connected with a close family member using this box. It's like I have a, a psychic medium box that that I can carry around with me. Um, utilizing it. You know, I've, I've, I've had it running at the Hinsdale house during a tour and it's picked up somebody's grandfather. And I feel like a lot of times energies are connected to the people that come there with them. And uh, I've also connected with a psychic that I used to do a podcast with um, Bernice golden. And she, she uh, came through on that box while I had it running at the Hinsdale house when I was doing a live, you know, like on my Facebook page. And uh, I, I don't know, I've just had some really good success with that. I don't count anything out though. Like I, you know, I'm I just as much like to use a recorder, but I feel like that takes away from the energy is trying to communicate. You know what I mean? I feel like okay, we have to ask questions, pause, then get the answers, then go back, ask questions again. Hopefully, we don't lose our interest. So that's why I like kind of like utilizing the spirit box a little bit more. But you know. how
0: many uh, how many portals would you say are in that house? Uh, like one, just one.
3: Yeah. Okay. I think, but I, people, some people said there's a portal in the in the closet, and then in Mary's room. The I I, re- I really feel strong about the one in Mary's room, but I also feel like it could have shifted because so many people scry in the in the in the closet because there's a mirror in there. Okay. Uh, when I bought the house, Mary's room uh, back in the 70s was actually boarded up, and they didn't let anybody go in there. Um, but all the, the f- there's an infestation of flies. Mm. Ooh. that Ooh. actually they all gear towards that. That's room. the
1: uh, sign of the devil. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. But I've also had lady. Bees. I've also had, uh, and I also had bees. Like when I bought bees them, too. Like, Five hundred thousand honeybees in, in the floorboards. <laughs> Holy smokes! Damn. Do you?
5: Is there a um well near the house?
3: There, there is. That I found. We just found it.
1: Um, so, Daniel. Sorry, Trish. He's been right. sitting there for a while. It's poor. Um. John, he wants to know how old is the little boy
3: that drowned? How old in the little pond.
1: boy got drowning in the pond. Who drowns in the he pond? He didn't
3: drown in the pond. There's a little boy that actually, um, there was a barn there where the pond used to be, and uh, we actually have the death records from 1948. He was coming up from Wagner Hill Road. He was playing on the buzz saw behind the barn. The chain snapped and cracked him in the head, and he died. And totally a lot of like people associate self, this. A lot of people associate that little boy with him. Uh, I don't know if that's the case. There could be other energies, other spirits on that mm-hmm. property, you know.
1: Go ahead, Trish. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh,
5: the well. Yes. And there's something about a trust fund in the past. There was something, some conflict with a trust fund. I don't know why they're telling me that or what that has to do with the well. But the well, there's something in the well.
3: The well's covered over.
5: Yes. Said so something about a dried up well near the house and a hilltop. Is there a Forest Service um, that... I get, well, I mean, there's probably forest service everywhere in the, in the area that, I guess, before you were you on land, maybe that um, something, maybe they have records of something um, that happened in the past.
3: Of, of what?
5: I don't know. She's a, she's a psychic. Yeah, I don't no, I, I'm interested
4: <laughs> on
1: that. <I'm> just getting, <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting some kind of download from somewhere.
3: No, because we've had, we've had... Um, find like evps have helped find it you know things like that um and now the 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 well is out by you know this was all grown over and we've been actually taking back the property and this well you can see it it's it's like right at the foot of the uh where the forest starts and goes up a hill and there's steps that go up the hill that must
5: be you're talking about the hilltop Um, yeah about the hilltop and the no you know, I have pictures I have
3: pictures problems. I have pictures of this hilltop uh from like the fifties that with yes. no trees on it but now it's like it, there's so many trees on, on it's like a forest um that have has been growing for you know 70 sixty years and it probably looks a lot different than it did back then
4: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
5: And then something about, about the master bedroom as well. Um, Is there,
3: I mean, it's the master, there's only one, I mean, there's a master bedroom. It's the biggest bedroom in the house. It's the only bedroom with the closet in it. Um, And we, we get a ton of activity up there as far as like shadow people. Is there a desk in there? Yes, we, we have a desk in there.
5: Where did the desk come
3: from? Uh, the desk came in uh, two summers ago. We brought bought it from an estate sale uh, to use it for a reenactment for a, a, a t- television show that pilot that we were doing for the house.
1: Daniel, have you ever checked? Talked to the priest that um,
3: he's was dead. there. He's dead. Yeah, I've I've talked to other priests. Mm-hmm. I've had them there. I've had shamans. I've had witches. I've had mm-hmm. all different types of lay people there because I feel like there's so many different layers at that house. And for a, a structural exorcism not to work only tells me that that possibly that leg of the religion probably wasn't the right way to approach to the house to try to heal it in a way. Um, so mm-hmm. that's why we've been trying to bring all different layers there. And it seems to be, it seems to be lightening up a lot. And it seems that the more that we put into it, the more love that we put into it, the more answers we get. Mm. So when you
1: go like- there, how, do you what do you feel when you walk, when you're, when you walk in, what kind of presence do you get? What-
3: I, I get an old lady uh, that the I lady. connected with. Yeah. She, Flo Misnik, she's a, she's like a keeper. Um, she connected with me like right away, like right before the house was supposed to be be taken down it was supposed to be taken you know knocked down all the electrical and the duct work was ripped out of it and um uh, we were there basically saying goodbye to the location and uh I I was in the kitchen just me Cameron and our person filming and I had a K2 meter in my hand that's it the camera had a recorder uh, there's no electricity in the house there's no you know running water no way for rhyme or reason for any uh, electrical fluctuations and uh, he just kept talking about the exorcism And we were, it was like, I I just felt like this is dead, you know? And I had started researching them. I found videos of them that when they lived there and I said, Flo, are you here? I just right in the middle, I, I, you know, he, he, you know, he's like, who the heck is Flo? You know, and uh, I, and I, my head K two meter in my hand and it went all the way up to 500 milligrams. And I got a jolting sensation of electricity up my arm. I instantly had goosebumps. And then I continued for probably the next 15 minutes asking questions of Flo. And then I also said, Flo, will you hold my hand as we go up the stairs? And the K2 meter stayed lit in my hand as I slowly walked up the stairs. And it was like the most compelling thing to me. It was like, that was the the turning point for me to try to save the location because I felt like there's energies here that need to have their voice spoken. They need to to be able to hear what they have to say. And there's so much mystery with this location. Um, So I immediately tried to save it you know tried to be able to purchase it so we could save it <laughs> um i lost her though when we went into um mary's room now the thing sink- who is
1: mary and before we go on um chris wants to know what is the facebook account page of gentlemen with uh what is your facebook uh it's the
3: hinsdale house restoration project okay
1: so what's mary's deal
3: <laughs> mary uh mary's still alive. a little lamb she she uh <laughs> but her her room her room is the one that all the psychics say there's a portal that's where all the flies are that's is that in the closet right. no that's right off the master bedroom wow that's connected so, to the master bedroom so
1: the portal is connect is is in the master bedroom not into a closet or or dresser
2: i don't
3: i don't know you know for me
2: where. for me what um I'm pretty interested when we go up in September is doing the outside, especially out in the woods, investigating the woods and seeing what, you know, I'm for some reason I'm getting drawn to the woods. Uh Okay, So I'll have my crew in the house and I'm going to go out to the woods. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, that it's just a very interesting place. And somehow I feel the way I feel is, um, It's from the woods, it's coming from the woods that because a lot of the Native Americans, you know, in some places, uh, over Jason's around his place, a lot of the Native Americans would protect, you know, a building if like, uh, out of harm. Now, do you go to the woods and give uh, the Native American spirits gifts? Like Would tobacco, orange.
3: I actually leave tobacco, uh, so teams can give it as an offering uh, when they go to the forest. Because a lot of the, what we've been doing is, we have a, like an offering tree up in up in the forest, and it looks like it looks so amazing right now because it's been years of accumulation mm. of gifts to that native energies that are on the property, and that was part of the healing process because oh, I felt like it was that's, a negative. that's
1: amazing.
2: That's nice. That's good.
3: Um, I felt like it was a negative feel at the beginning. And now I feel like our worlds have combined and they are with us, working with us and assisting us mm-hmm. uh, in a positive way.
2: I believe that.
3: And, was there uh, a
5: fire in the forest before? Is that why there weren't any trees?
3: No, I just, I think that that's just how it, they, it was all big farmland at one point, And now the trees wow. took it over again. Na- Mother nature took it over. There was a fire in a barn, the barn that was, uh. In the, on the property, can you exactly. guys see this picture?
5: I kept getting something tried to set the house on fire or something. I don't know.
3: Well, uh, there, there. Is, oh, sorry, not that one. Um, there, there is uh, the energies that were in the house. A lot of the accounts poltergeist activity were of the stove, the gas being left on. Yeah. So like-
5: the ghost tried to set the house on fire, and that there's mm-hmm. monsters in the basement. But I feel like those messages are coming from like a child. Something that's scared of the other entities of, of whatever's in the basement or some of the other like telling on the other entities kind of
1: where are yes. you where is your picture at so i can try to so pull this it
3: picture up. this picture is actually i i'm just screen sharing it right now but do you want me to email them to you or, okay, let me, or would that be easy e,
1: well i could are probably can you, Hmm. I'm trying to think how we can pull it up. So, so Daniel, gonna...
0: I have a question for you. No. Um, <clears throat> now, we've been on, and Sean and I have been on investigations in the past where, um, like, a specific house that pretty, pretty famous, I guess you could say. And like, you know, one the first time we went there, there wasn't a whole lot of anything really. But then the second time, it was like super active. And then after talking to the owners, they were saying like. One weekend it might be real active, and the next weekend it's not because obviously spirits need to you know obtain more energy as they're wore out. Now at the Hinsdale House, uh, it sounds like it's really active. Now is it like consistent every weekend? Like all the groups that are there are always having for stuff where they need to rest too.
3: I mean, for the most part, uh, the um, the the energies that are there like if it's quiet in the live or in the house, the people go to the outside and maybe get stuff on the outside of the house. And then the next day, they'll get stuff on the inside and not so much on the outside. So it fluctuates back and forth. But between the outside and the inside of the house, people are getting activity almost okay. every day.
0: That's good. That's is good. there like a certain time of day? And I know you said like during the day, you'll hear footsteps. Like, is there like a certain time there they seem to be more active?
3: Um, not. I mean, I think that the, the quieter it gets, you know, the, the more that you're susceptible to hearing and listening to what's going on. If you're just uh, sitting back and listening, you'll hear it. Okay. All right, cool. Or see it even, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm uh,
2: really looking forward to this. I am excellent. too. I am too. If, bring if if all you, mic, you, yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, set it up and <sighs> sit back and relax and, and we'll watch a show. I mean, or hopefully get um, some good good uh, communication, you know. Um, yeah, I do
2: have an off-the-subject off, off the subject question. We have a couple people have RVs in the group. Can we bring them up?
3: um well here's the here's the thing you can bring them up we've had we had rv an rv down there um and the driveway is definitely big enough but we've had some down there for uh, filming and stuff so i don't recommend bringing bus it's it's a dirt road once you get off the main road and turn down mcmahon road it's uh it's all dirt so if it's rainy or wet you know i hate to yes good good
1: daniel i sent you a message on facebook Okay. It's, I'm not sure who I am though. I have so many different names. On <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
3: I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. I'd love to see those pictures. Um,
3: I just picked a few, but I'll, you oh, can, I'll send them over to you. Okay.
0: What would you say would be like uh, your scariest moment of, you know, like owning the place or just being there? Like I'm sure there had to be like one moment. You're like,
3: wow, that really shook me. Like, did you own um, it? I mean, I've had a lot of compelling, uh, spe- under, you know, things that have happened there, but um, the there was one that happened besides for the first time, you know, with with that whole communication with uh, with Flo Misnick, um The there was last June. Uh, it was just me and two two of my friends that wanted to experience something at the location, and uh, it was quiet. The inside of the house was quiet. We had uh, got some pizza, and we were. Uh, just trying to see if something would happen. And it got to be about two thirty, three in the morning. And uh, I said, well, let's, you know, let's crash, you know. And I laid down on the big couch um, and my friend laid down on the other couch and the other girl was in Mike's bedroom. And all I had on was a nightlight in the um, living room. And I'll, I'm not, you know, all the years I've been investigating, I have not one to say that, you know, I get touched all the time or I get scratched or anything like that. And I was just kind of coddled up in the, in the uh, on the couch and my head was facing the, the back of the couch and I felt something brush the back of my head and I turned around and the, there was this shadow that was going back and forth mm-hmm. um, in front of the light, you know, and yeah. it, was, it was letting me know it was there. It wasn't nothing, anything negative or, um, and I, I said, Hey Haley, I go. I go look, turn over. I know you are still awake, you know. And she, um, she turned over and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she jumped onto the couch with me. And she said, "Your wife, right. your wife won't mind." I'm like, "No, she won't." I go, just, <laughs> "Just," but we actually watched the shadow walking back and forth inside of the living room for about five minutes before it dissipated into the kitchen. We've oh, wow. captured this on camera so many times. One of the, the, you know, this house is in the middle of nowhere, and there's no, um, there was no internet. So and then your phone service doesn't work when you get up there because it's there's no towers. So it's like you're when I first started going there, it's like, man, I'm, I'm what what's this horror story I'm I'm walking into right now? I can't <laughs> no way to get a hold of anybody and it's gonna be an axe murderer coming out of Don't, the of, of the woods or something. But yeah. um I do have internet there now and I did get satellite internet as soon as I could, but well, it was, that's good it was expensive. It was like almost three hundred dollars a month to have this the highest band satellite service there. And um, the first night that I set up a camera uh, in the living room, uh, a Wi-Fi camera, and I was able to watch it from my house, and I had it streaming on Paranormal Warehouse, and we had like a couple thousand people watching. This is back before Facebook uh, decided to limit how many people are allowed to watch your videos and stuff, and uh, I was just answering questions about the house, and I thought this was great. The the house is getting out there. People can actually see it and investigate with us while they're not there, which is kind of cool. And I had actually fell asleep on the couch. And, and all of a sudden, my phone woke me up because it started buzzing. And uh, I turned uh, turned my phone on, and I had all these p- people taking screenshots of the shadow coming into the kitchen. And I was hmm. like, oh, my gosh, we got, like, the Holy Grail on the first night <laughs> of the dream.
4: <Greenville. laughs> <laughs> it, was,
3: it, was, it was awesome. You know, like, yeah. here we are, and all these thousands of people saw a shadow figure on a live feed. You know, it was, it was great. What That's kind great. of feeling
1: did you get from the shadow?
3: Um, I, I, you know what, I'm kind of immune to it at this point, you know, like yeah. I, I've been doing it for so you don't long. Feel I would, pro- like... No, I don't. I feel like the, I feel like a shadow to me, like this, my perception of a shadow is an energy that can't fully manifest yet, or it doesn't have enough energy mm. to manifest. I know a lot of people have different perceptions of it, but I would, I would walk up to a shadow to, and, and, and I feel like if you walk up closer to it, you can make it out better.
1: You know, some of these people say they're time travelers or something.
2: Yeah,
0: I wonder who them people are, Jenny. <laughs> now, what if one day you woke up like you passed it on the couch, you wake up, and there's a sandwich here waiting for you? Yeah. How oh, would yeah. you feel?
2: Or or aren't they aliens, maybe? No, nah, I,
1: oh. I don't think a shadow person is an alien. Oh. <laughs> maybe just a lost soul that just come to say hi.
0: I caught a shadow person on camera once, Daniel, uh, when we went to the uh, – what cemetery was that called, Sean? I, it, it, I'm having a brain fart here. Uh <sighs> The cemetery. Oh, <laughs> Grove, Grove, Grove. Yeah, Grove, Grove Cemetery. We went to Grove Cemetery, and I was there, I think, twice. And the second time, uh, you know, just snapping a bunch, of, bunch of pictures. And you know, I've been an investigator since 2013, and I finally caught my first shadow man. Was that last year, the year before Sean? Yeah, before. I think. That was the year, the year before, before we caught a shadow man walking right through the cemetery on camera. You know, so it was a really cool feeling. Yeah, no, but. Like, I-
3: I kind of feel like the the energy the, the shadow consist is consistent. You know, it's consistent there, it's consistently there, consistently picked up. On it's the, the same cars.
1: shadow guy. Yeah, it hangs around. That's cool. mm-hmm. Now, does he come around when you're having beers
3: or having uh-huh. pizza? Or I just don't talking? Get, I don't get. Uh, I don't drink there. Good, no. You think, good. think it's
0: residual, like a residual? But it's different.
3: Uh, it's, it, it's it it comes in different ways. We've now, do these
1: shadow people? is so some of them have like a feminine? you know or do they have a can you tell any kind of mask you know do they female or are they
3: i i feel male to me feel looking. male presence yeah.
0: she's asking she's looking for a date yeah you for the shadow now man.
2: my perception of a shadow person is that the spirit is like like walking on a like on a tight tight wire you know what i mean they're half in their world half in our world you know what i mean and for some reason with the other side that they're on that the light is flashing that they're p- putting the shadow figure Well, and, yeah.
3: yeah I mean we've had I mean just to add to the to the story I mean if you I I have videos up on my YouTube page um, from a team they were uh, they were there and uh, they you know that the whole night they said it was a quiet night nothing really happened they, and I had gone there a lot and they said it was this not as quiet as one of the most quietest nights that they've had there. And not that that's a bad thing, but it's, um, she, uh, she called me up freaking out. Um, and she's like, you gotta see these, you know, you gotta see these, um, these videos. Oh my God. You know, she's sleeping on the couch and, uh, all of a sudden it looks like an arm goes up underneath her blanket and it lifts up and it it flattens down. And then a couple seconds later, it It looks like a head pops up out of her little where the area is where her stomach is underneath the blanket pops up and then it pops back down and then you see a shadow um go in front of the camera and the camera just dies
1: so what are we looking at here
3: so this is a ca- a picture of in uh, one of the the, the ma- window in mary's room this is the 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 window of the house uh, I definitely the see floor. a face yeah there's something we- there there's something there and there's it's definitely not like a there's no cloth or anything that would have uh, made that happen. So, yeah,
0: that's creepy as hell. Has like any of the? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen them all, but like Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters tried to contact you and come and investigate the house.
3: So Ghost Adventures has, uh, and I haven't I haven't allowed them to come there. I've Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. Nick Groff is my best friend. I have allowed him to go there with Katrina when they were filming Paranormal Lockdown.
0: Okay. Um,
3: So Nick Groff has been there. Um, America's Most Terrifying Locations uh, has been there. Uh, But that's basically like as far as... Why don't you
1: want Ghost Adventures?
3: um, I feel like he... I I don't like the way he investigates. Thank you. Um, And I feel like he kind of uh, over-exaggerates things for for television. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want to bring... I want the... Like I said at the beginning, I want the true history and story to be told of this location i don't want the focus to be on demonic because i feel like we can change we have the power to change that energy uh, and if we focus on demons that's what we're going to get if we focus on that's that's the shadow right there oh, the so i get oh, wow. one
5: i get a grumpy old man that was like french or something or from
3: Um, Wow, people, I've actually had investigators from from, uh, France and uh, uh, Canada and the French, they speak French, and they've said they've captured French EVPs at the house.
5: Yes, so he was, something about, he hurt his hands in the, maybe in the war or something, but he's one that messes with people a lot there, and then there's like a little girl or something, or maybe it's the little boy that... Um, it's kind nice. of afraid, you know, calls them monsters that's in the basement. Insane. I don't know what they're referring to as monsters. That, Maybe that's kind that of that could a, be
3: that could be the picture that you're seeing right now. This is Laura.
1: That is so bizarre. Oh, that's that was just
3: that is regular sweet. cannon, no flash, like right that's on sweet. the that's right on the um, it looks stairwell. like there's
1: two people, like a, like a, a little girl and, a, and someone behind her.
5: What do yeah. you So, say? there's also like a motherly type figure that holds people's hands that sit on the couch or something, something about that. Um, but there's definitely the French. I don't know if he looks was. Like she's holding was the banner, He's like in the French war or something, but.
3: Yeah.
1: Like she has her hands. Something about hands.
5: flowers in front of the house.
3: Uh, that is something that, well. So one of my volunteers is a gardener, and um, that's that's what she's been doing is bringing a lot of, like, flowers and doing the gardening in front of the house. Yes, and, they really uh,
5: appreciate that.
3: I figured they do. I, and that's what I feel about bringing, like, good, positive energy to the location. It raises um, the vibration. The, the, the house itself and the energies that are in the house will appreciate what we're doing and know that we're, our intentions are good when we're there trying to communicate with them.
1: Yeah, Tony, I think it looks like someone's holding the door to the door frame. It looks like she's hold, like touching the door frame. You see what Tony says. He says it, if you look closely, it looks like the one in the door frame is looking at the other one.
3: The door right behind there that that you can <laughs> see the 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 energy, um that's her bedroom.
1: Oh wow. Oh, and great. what is, is this a shadow of just a chair or is it is this a shadow figure too? What do you think? I don't
3: know. I I know so many people have brought that up to me, but I I didn't uh, didn't double check that when I after we took the picture. You know, I was so focused on what we mm. caught in the doorway. I was like, oh, you know, it almost looks
0: like the shadows over top of the chair or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, in front of it and behind it.
3: Like if yeah. you looked to
0: the oh, left, my lights
3: yeah. just went off.
2: Oh, ah, cool. They're welcome
4: talking.
1: to our room, Yeah, welcome to our Now, if all our lights go off, then we're just I'm in my office, close. so
3: they're, they're on a timer. I'm not, you know. <laughs> uh, that's, oh, that's man. I was, we were getting pumped Damn. up. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. To see that's, the
0: screen start going, you know.
3: This, uh, I, look yeah. I look cooler now. Um, the
5: they yeah. really yeah. didn't. So, the priest, they didn't like the priest because... It's um, it hurts them when any exorcism hurts. Um, that that's all they kept saying it hurts because they're them. exercising
3: every every energy out of yeah. the location, right?
5: Um, and and so something about and and that's when a lot of the that brought up a lot of the native ancestry there too, um, because in native in a lot of native cultures like. You don't exercise. I mean, that's highly disrespectful, like, in, the, you know, in, in a lot of their cultures as far as um, the way they... So some of that for a while might have been, like, almost a retaliation um, because of the exorcism. I, but have I like... you, uh, like, cleanse the mirror, too, that's in that, I guess, in the master bedroom? Cleanse it? Yeah. Just from oh. visitors there, because... Yeah. No,
3: we're actually the, one of my workers asked if they could do that yesterday. I said, yeah, yeah." Go. that's,
5: that's, that helps because I, I sense Spray, that it, it
3: works really good.
5: A lot of, you know, you've done a lot to raise the vibration, the energy there. Um, But a lot of stuff that comes into places is, is what other people bring as well. You know, other people's energy. Mm-hmm. So um, mm. I think that has a lot to do with it. Is there crown molding in the house?
3: Not, not that I know of. Now we've we've uh, found many layers, uh, you know, behind some of the old uh, like nineteen seventies boards and stuff like that. But um, I wanted to touch on. You said a soldier hurt his hand, right? Yes. So, so when we were renovating the bathroom. Uh, The the whole bathroom, the floor had to be gutted. We had to put a new toilet in. It was leaking so bad. And a lot of the foundation uh, boards were warped and and ready. I mean, I could stick my hand into them. So we actually had to have the Amish build the new new floorboards. And when we were, um, uh, that wood that was used in this house, when they built this house in 1853, there were some good parts of it left. And I gave I gave a bunch of that wood to Jeff Fent. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Um, he's a he helps with a lot of locations. He's a, amazing. He makes spirit boxes, and his theory is is if you use wood that has energy retained in it, that that energy could possibly come out in the spirit box that you're using. So I gave him I gave him some of the um, wood, and uh, he built a couple spirit boxes out of it. But then he said, Dan, you're never going to believe what is in this wood. And, uh, he found a bullet lodged into the wood and, uh, it's, it's so, I mean, it's super old, you know, and it's, it's cause there's a lot of folklore stories about two men that lived in this house that would rape and pillage and steal people's goods and the Mm. stagecoach store their bodies in the basement and the, in the crawl space and then bury them out
5: and,
4: um,
3: and this was found in the, in the wood, So I feel like it was revolutionary war bullet and from from dating it and uh we i t- we just saved it now and i'm going to put that in the museum but i mean that i mean the whole that whole area had a, a it was a war zone at one point and the hinsdale was burned to the ground and uh Olean then became the new major city in the area and hinsdale had to kind of rebuild itself it's more of a farm it's a very very small town now
5: um, have you ever used metal detectors on on the hilltop or around the well? There's something about they they keep calling it something like bandits and bar- Which bandits? That would date it, <laughs> but that makes sense. They said buried treasure on the hilltop or something. I don't I don't know what that means, but wow. Maybe they buried things that they stole from people. I don't know.
3: Can I bring my metal detector? Sure. Yes. Cool. Just sign the waiver that you leave what you find. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I take a picture of it? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Absolutely. Um, I've thing.
3: had I've had we've had some pretty cool we found pieces of the barn. Uh we had a forensic diver dive the pond because there's stories of a of a car that was supposedly in there and then a death and drownings and stuff like that. But the 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 only thing that they really found were remnants of a barn that burned down, and uh, they found the aquifer that was pumping up towards the house. They put like dye in the water, and they oh. just it was getting sucked up and, and getting pushed up towards oh, the house. Wow. And it's and the, and the weird thing is, is it's pumping upwards. It's got power, so it's yeah. like pumping up towards the house from from where it sits. Interesting, pretty neat. Very
2: interesting. It is, yeah.
1: Anything else you want to add? Before we let you go?
3: No, I just, uh, you know, appreciate, you know, all the good teams, all the good people, all the lay people that come out there and give us their perspective. Uh, You know, there's no ever, in my eye, there's never, you know, I don't detour anybody from saying anything because you never know what they're going to pick up. I Part of me wants to go get a shovel and drive an hour and a half right now and go start digging by the well. Um, (laughs) Because I feel like, I mean, I've had EVPs, you know, Saying stuff like that, I, I just wouldn't know where to look. And now I'm feeling like, why wouldn't that have been a perfect place to just, you know, dump a something, put it down a well? You know right. what I mean? Like,
1: you mean, like a body. <laughs> I, just the like, those-
5: I get that there's like a map, something about under plaster. Or maybe that's at the basement thing. There's pl- there's a map of something that has to do with the property that's very and and it says. Something. So I don't know if there's like a body buried somewhere and treasure or something, but something about somebody was never tried for murder. No justice. I got that. But then in regards to something's under plaster or crown molding or maybe somebody drew something, you know, that has to do with I mean, that. we would
3: well. have, have to rip everything off the walls. But I mean, I mean, we've, there we've found stuff. There, there used to like be mantle? like... There used to be uh, a, a, a like a wood-burning stove that sat in the middle, and then the pipes went up, and there was another one. Um, we found like these carved bullheads, uh, two of them, in the bathroom. One was in the floorboard uh, by the toilet, and one was over on the wall, and they were kind of identical. And we researched those. I was I was freaked out when we first found them. I'm like we need to leave those there. We don't want to move those, you know, like that could be some voodoo crap. You know, I don't want to, you know, are there more of them scattered throughout this house? You know, so I was kind of freaked out at the beginning, but then we found out that they were actually um chief slides from like the 1940s boy Scouts. And then they were like they had the hole in them and they were carved bull heads and, and the family that actually lived there, the, and the McMahon family that lived there, they were actually scout leaders. It. So I don't know how they ended up where they ended up on the floorboards and stuff, but it's like you're, you're finding history when you renovate and you're finding mm-hmm. floorboards and the walls. We found menus from Hinsdale from like the 1940s. We found uh, clothing, which is, was normal for them to stuff in as like insulation, uh, horse hair, you know, all, all different types of cool things when we did the bathroom. So horse hair. Yeah.
1: Daniel, when you when you acquired the house, OK, <laughs> No, was this like a foreclosure, or they just wouldn't sell it? I mean, they couldn't sell it because they, of the, the Yeah, the they mysterious? couldn't. They, nobody,
3: nobody would buy it anymore because of. It. I mean, of it the had stories. No, I mean, number one, it had black mold all throughout the kitchen. Uh, Is, uh, yes, I got
5: that. Five hundred
3: thousand honeybees living in the floorboards. Okay, so that's room why it didn't sell. I mean, it wasn't. It was something that they they bought and they made their money off tenfold. You know.
1: Okay, so when you when you when you purchased the house you knew that there was something unusual about it or you just purchased because a yeah, good buy.
3: no i had gone there many times investigating it and i had so much you know
1: well before that before so you went on a someone else owned it before yeah you took it over that wasn't it wasn't the family it was a, a you know paranormal people right Okay. But who had it before that? Like before it became I know you said there was a family there, but the when last they first family sold the there was
3: eighty six. In nineteen eighty six. That was the last family to live there. That was the Misnick family, and then it sat vacant. And it was overgrown. And now does it, anybody
1: say why it was vacant? I mean yeah,
3: nobody would nobody would live there anymore. A lot of it had to because do with of the stories stories and, okay. yeah. and then it just kept getting worse and worse and worse until uh, the team that helped take it over locally in Buffalo and an investigator from Calgary, um, you know, they were just funneling money out of it. The team locally was doing their best to try to do what they could with what mm-hmm. they were getting in. But it was just so hard to manage when they had to keep sending money to Canada. And uh, then it, it fell back. Why default. did
1: they have to? Did I miss something? Why did they have to send money to Canada?
3: The owner bought it. He was a paranormal investigator uh, from Canada. He was on a television show in Canada. Oh,
1: that's right. Hmm.
3: And, uh, yeah.
1: Did you ever go to the courthouse to see the records for the house? Oh, yeah. And how far back the did historian, you
3: go? I have it dated back to the 1700s myself right now with the help of local historians, oh. uh, folks that work at different, uh... And did, uh, they, did you look
1: in newspaper clippings or anything? That, what, what happened to the owners to help if they died in the house? Was anybody murdered, suicide...
3: There's a lot of folklore uh, as far as murders go. We have a, a newspaper clipping of a brother shooting his brother uh, in the wow. back of the house in the forest. Um, we have maybe that's
5: the body thing. It's something about detectives never found. something. Well, they,
3: I mean, there's a burial plot for him. I'm there's. I, I I'll talk to you off the air. I mean, I can't. There's some things I can't say right now. Right. Not just because of what's going on with the filming and stuff, but. When we end the show, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you I
5: wonder, are you working with anyone, or has anyone ever been there from Northwestern University? I don't know. why I'm getting that, or maybe Northwestern something north. I don't know where Northwestern University is. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. We have University of Buffalo, Alfred State College, St. Bonaventure University students helping.
1: Looking at that northwest,
5: or maybe northwest of is—is is there a road near their property on the northwestern side?
3: Maybe, I'm not from. I, I I'm not familiar with all the names.
5: Northwestern
1: is it's an it's
3: in it's Illinois. In Illinois.
2: <laughs> northwestern University in now,
3: Illinois. Yeah, but there's a there's also a town in Illinois called Hinsdale, and mm-hmm. a lot of people get that mixed up too.
0: Right, yeah, that's true. Could you imagine going on a road trip to the Hinsdale House to the wrong Hinsdale? <laughs> <laughs> that
1: wouldn't be too good. I could see me doing that.
0: <laughs> I, I can see you doing that too, Jen. I
1: can't. I can't. I'm not good with directions. Wow, there's so oh, much history man. with it. It's really interesting. Well,
2: you um, know what? Really looking forward to coming up
0: there. Oh, next. absolutely. Yes, absolutely.
2: We might bring Jenny along. I think Trish is going to tag along too. Cool. Yeah, oh, we'll... in
5: September? Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah.
2: So.
3: Uh... Yeah, I'd like to. I, I mean, if if I can come up when you guys are there, if I'm available, I'd I'd love to.
2: I hope so. That'd
3: I'd love to nice. walk the the property with you, Trish, and, and you can point out yeah. like little X's on places and.
5: Well, yeah, <laughs> and even if I can't make it, and you all just you know Facetime me or something, I can pick up energy, you know, through um, electronic devices too, or even. Um, um, pictures and stuff so mm-hmm.
1: definitely well we're going to let you go Daniel thank you so much for coming thank, on you, Daniel. thank was, you Daniel Thank it was a pleasure thank
2: you, thank you for being on buddy yes. okay looking forward to it
1: we'll talk to you later oh that was interesting I really enjoyed that
2: I
0: did too it's
1: kind of spooky it's very spooky I like to oh I'm uh, excited now check it out. I'm
0: like, yeah. <clears throat> I was excited before but now you know getting some of the history and how active it really is really uh yeah, I so like how Trish could,
1: could fill things. It's really very interesting. <laughs> very, very, very interesting. Okay, moving on to our next segment. We want to thank Carnation for sponsoring us tonight and every you, night on the second hour. Thank, thank you. Thank, you. thank yeah. you for doing that. Make sure you get some Carnation instant breakfast or some evaporated milk. Make some pumpkin pie. Although it's not the holiday season, there's a lot of different pies you can make. Thank you, Carnation. Okay, Speaking so. of desserts
0: real quick, did you guys see Little Debbie that's uh, making ice creams out of all their snack cakes now? No. No. Yeah, was, supposedly supposed to hit the shelves today. Like, all their famous snack cakes <laughs> are now ice creams, and oh, wow. I already got the beat, so I'm not too worried about it, so... <laughs> that sounds good. No, it's I
1: never was really into Little Debbie's, but...
0: Uh,
2: They were nasty. (laughs) What was that? What was that? (laughs) That wasn't
5: (laughs) me. I was crouching in my kitchen. It's (laughs) It's
1: a monster. (laughs) Very spooky.
5: Okay, we have a lot to. Well,
1: we have a couple of things that happened this week. Wasn't um, Trish mentioned that we. How are we going to do this? We're going to do what? You want, what do you guys want to do first? You want to do the bomber? Every year,
2: oh, every heart desires, huh?
1: Okay, January thirty first. What was it? How many years ago was this, Sean? 19, 66.
2: sixty-six.
1: Fifty-six years ago. Yeah. That's... Uh, do you want to do it because it's your? You posted that nice article on Facebook.
2: The you want to... bomber.
1: It, yeah, you did.
2: Did I? I guess I did. <laughs> did you read it? No, what fascinates me about that whole thing, back was it January 31st? the anniversary yesterday. Yeah. Uh, a bomber uh, ran out of fuel, so called ran out of fuel, and went into the Mon River. I ain't saying that word. Mon, Mon River. And um, I'm telling you what. And a lot of people are claiming it's still in the river, but there were it would people be dis
1: that, it wouldn't be there. it would be dis- disintegrated, don't you think? That's
2: what they're the so a lot of there's a lot of people that also that saw witnesses, eyewitnesses saw uh the military picking it out of the
4: river mm-hmm.
0: and putting it on barges and taking it. You know, I've heard a little bit about this, uh, you know, from living here in Monongahela. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 yeah. Did you see my kid trying to say Monongahela? Yeah, it was cute. Page? Yeah, if you haven't, cute, check though. it out. That'll put a smile on your face. Yeah, it would. But anyways, uh, you know, I've been, you know, we went to different, like, community events and stuff over the years. And, you know, it's come out, you know, people talk about the planes that have crashed in the river, boats that have sunk and all kinds of stuff. You know, but I vaguely remember hearing some stuff about that.
1: Yeah, well, they said that um, KDKA uh, Ken Rice, I believe that no, wasn't was it, no, it wasn't Ken Rice. I can't remember who it was. Um, KDKA, uh, I guess it was the radio station. They called in and said that he was a, he used to be in the CIA, and they went there and they took the military went and did take the the plane okay. out. Mm-hmm. On, at night in the middle of the night, and there were some people that actually saw it. Like you said, Sean, they said, Well, what well, what well, what was it? Was it some kind of military spy stuff or was it an
2: alien? In, or? or or somebody from Russia because I yeah. don't believe they were saying that was like the start of the cold war. Yeah. You know? So
1: that's really interesting. They like said it just disappeared. So they couldn't find, they dragged the river, could never find it. So I'm saying, and I don't know if anybody listening, I say it
2: was the military took it out. I, I agree with you, but i also because, you know, according after that article, if, if you read all the uh, comments that people put, uh, a good friend of mine, his dad was working at J&L Steel Mill and they told them to be quiet. And they were not allowed to say a word what they were doing. And I found that through um, some of these uh, feedbacks was that they actually closed the mills down for about 4 or 5 hours while they part while they got that plane on wow. you know so I didn't um, hear that yeah yeah and i i saw i got the guy the author of of that story and I'm going to contact him and see if we cannot get him on or beyond.
1: Oh, wow. That would be really interesting. Yeah. I find it fascinating. Anything like that buried treasure lost ships, sort of like the ships that went down in the Bermuda Triangle. And they said that there's that might be a sort of portal, too. Apparently, uh, there's a lot of weird stuff
2: that goes on. Well, you know what? About the Bermuda Triangle, when I was in the Navy, I. Went in and out of that Bermuda Triangle. Well, was times.
1: it a special spot in the Bermuda Triangle, Sean? I actually
0: no, did a report a on that trunk. back in high school.
1: <laughs> I did too. <laughs> There's a spot. There's a spot. It, it's not There's the, the whole spot. triangle. There's a yeah, like a sweet spot. Yeah. Mm. I'm I so know. thirsty. Hmm. Yeah, it was really. I thought I found it really fascinating. There was something else we watched. There's in Mich, was it like Michigan? There's something else. that's was lost down there to a ship or something i have to do some research and i will bring that on the show next week i just thought it was very it was fascinating well and then, go ahead
2: um <laughs> when you're talking about lake michigan uh it was on um oak, oak island
1: yeah another I love one
2: them. and there were saying that there was uh a union cavalry that actually stole confederate gold and silver and they were putting it on a boat to take it somewhere. And they actually just put it into, they just rolled it up mm. the ship into Lake Michigan. And there's a big thing about that.
1: Well, when I was doing my research for that, um I was on YouTube. and There's a lot of fascinating things that we don't know about Pittsburgh, too, by the way. And it goes back to the 40s and the making of the Amman and the tunnels and all this interesting stuff. So we're going to have to talk about some of those stuff because it's really interesting. Why can't I bring this up? There we go. What's that? Uh, Tony says there was a rare ufology story. He was reading about the Bermuda Triangle being a worm. Oh, yeah. A lot of movies and a lot of series is, you know, on television are always about the Bermuda Triangle, how there's the portal and a lot of people just disappear. And it goes back to... Um, you want what is that? Area fifty one, Trish. Yeah,
5: there's a lot of weird stuff. Well, I think a lot of bodies of water, like even like Lake Michigan, all the Great Lakes actually have been. Um, there was, you know, I've lived off Erie and Ontario, and there's crazy stuff that goes on in those places. So I, I think, um, a lot of bodies of water are portals for mm-hmm. or wormholes or whatever you know for yeah. travel. Like that. so because people always report UFOs coming out of the water in those places. So,
1: a lot of crazy stuff that's happening, especially here in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. There was the uh, how long ago was that, Sean Jason? The, the bridge was it last week? Yeah, last, last week.
0: week. Yeah, was it, yeah, it was, they just they just got the crane and got the bus out recently? How
1: long, was that? What day was that?
0: It? Oh, it was the day I, last week. I don't know. I, I don't we, remember We didn't what... have
1: the show, it was after the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Okay, the, we, we talked about that and how um there's a bridge in Pennsylvania in Pittsburgh um in Frick Park. Is it Frick Park? Frick
0: Park, yeah. Frick Park. Then
1: a bridge collapsed at 640 and Squirrel Hill. Was it Squirrel Hill? I can't remember. Squirrel Hill. Yeah, and it collapsed about six thirty a.m. But there's just so many weird things that are happening in Pennsylvania, like the a week before that it was the asteroid. And then and the monkeys escaped the, with the infected monkeys. And Trish, what were you saying? That could be something weird going on. You said, "Oh,
5: that? well, it, it's been once a week." So yeah, it's, the asteroid was like the first week of January, right? And then yeah. it, it was not till, around New Year's. And then um, then the monkeys, and then the bridge. And before that, weren't there back in December? Um, so when we were talking about mothman like different sightings kind of yeah we were
1: talking about mothman and- so
5: it's it's patterns you know because these things if you look at other places that that's happened in the same sequence in the same pattern you know so like San Francisco or something it's it's all it all correlates so it'd be interesting we should go back and look at the dates of those as well
1: well you know we were talking about mothman and the bridge that went down it what was that bridge um
2: oh God. Point, uh, pleasant. Well, point, my pleasant. point pleasant yeah. yeah
1: and it seems like there's mothman maybe someone saw mothman down in square flying around close
2: by here's the crazy part about that they'll get a little political when that thing went down
1: Joe Biden was it in just time. happens
2: but here's the deal that bridge has been there for a long, long, long time.
0: Deterioration, the cold weather. No, no, no.
1: Bridges know, weren't designed back then to accommodate as many cars had as it now. They inspected and they said it was okay.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They always inspect bridges. And I'm sure they inspected that one and all of a sudden it just went down.
1: <clears throat> well, you know what? I was thinking too, you know how safe bridges are? And I'm. <clears throat> there's that one in Chesapeake Bay Bridge. I cannot stand that bridge. Is that the one that goes, there's, there's one, there's two bridges. I can't stand the one that goes over the Chesapeake, Chesapeake Bay. It's that real tall one. And then there's the one that goes underground. No way. <clears throat> Could you imagine what would happen if.
4: <laughs> no. I didn't go
1: together.
5: Oh my goodness. So years ago, this just all resonated with something. I, uh, you know, I must've woken up in the middle of the night and, wrote down something i channeled or was dreaming about or whatever <laughs> but i always remember it because i didn't know what it was referring to and i had written um burn all the bridges and drain all the lakes and you'll discover the truth and
4: that's
5: i'm like huh that's mm. really cryptic but
4: <laughs> well, yeah
1: it is really cryptic if you think about it. It yeah, hell. <laughs> about
5: it yes i would
1: have been terrified if i'm on a bridge and it goes collapse. uh Then There was one car, it was a black or blue, dark colored car. It was right at the edge and it it just, it did not go. Well, when I was watching, doing this research, um, reading about Pittsburgh and about all the different, all over the country, there's tunnels. And how safe are those tunnels that go into the mountainside? Like how safe are those? I mean, that has to be one that, if you think about the most dangerous places to drive through, you're going through a mountain. It just seems like how how do they make them? Like, what keeps them from collapsing? I mean, come on, we're talking about tons and tons of
0: soil. The way they distribute with the, the uh, ceilings? That's why they're wrong. Yeah. like to- It's
1: like it's like how, how do you trust them? I, I don't know. I guess I'm getting I, paranoid I go, now.
2: The ones <laughs> the ones going out to turnpike out east. Is that what you're talking about?
1: I'm talking about even the Fort Pitt tunnels and and in Squirrel Hill tunnels. I mean, what you're going through those? You're going underground. I don't know. Well, oh, it just seems weird. And Going you know, a there's, mountainside. In,
5: in every culture, in every ancient culture and native cultures, there's always the stories of the extraterrestrials that live um, in the in the hills or in the, you know, any type of mountain or like inside the mountain or inside the hill, <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about um, on top of it or in the woods or anything they're, they're it's literally talking about underground. Yes. So I, I find it interesting that um, you know, especially recently there's been so many stories coming out about things with caves and, and underground tunnels and all of that.
1: So there's a lot of stories about those tunnels. Tunnels like the tunnel monster's going to get yeah, you. Yeah, that's tunnel monster. Yeah. They're like a portal.
2: There's, I, you know, I had <laughs> growing up and and when I was young and, and middle aged, um, I enjoyed going through tunnels. Now I get
0: claustrophobic when I go through the tunnels, man. Yeah. I love it, especially if you got a V eight with a nice exhaust on it.
1: No, you know, there's a phenomenon, Augie, about slowing down. It is a known fact. It's sort of like there's a phenomenon when you drive through the fog. And how people people slow down before They don't slow down. No, that is not true. Do your research. They don't slow down driving through the fog. They speed up and they don't realize they're doing it. And that's why there's a lot of accidents in the fog because people, their perception is off. People that slow down in the um, tunnels, it's because of the way the... um, they i was reading the because i told you i was doing research tunnel vision. <laughs> tunnel vision yes it's sort of like you don't you can't you can't tell how much space you have and it's the most dangerous think about it. it's the most dangerous place to have an accident because you can't swerve out of the way there's nowhere to go no so you're you're just driving straight you get in an accident you're going to get hit
2: but think you know that was the biggest fear during when they had them uh uh whenever they had those iraqi people coming uh, what were they called assassins what were they called the people who would kill themselves um suicide bombers suicide bombers <laughs> or no um there's a name for them a lot of people were afraid to go through the tunnels because they could easily you know they always thought that they would pretend that their car broke down in the tunnels and everybody would be stuck there <laughs> i
1: have to yeah. tell you <laughs> I have to tell you a story. My good friend. this is embarrassing. She broke down in the tunnels. Mm. And she she said it was the most horrifying because people were giving her the she was late for work, got the wrong keys. Something happened. She didn't have enough gas. She didn't have enough time to get the gas. She thought she was gonna stop the gas, but she couldn't get she broke down inside the tunnels.
2: People oh my god. Were so yeah. mad
4: at her.
1: She stalled the whole she stalled it for like three hours
2: oh my god they didn't come and tow her out
1: <laughs> there was no way because she was in the, she ran out of, think about it she ran out of gas in the time where was the people were gonna go nowhere there's people ahead of you side by side she, it was a nightmare she said she didn't know what to do it was she said it was awful but i thought it was pretty funny that's something that's, i would not do I
2: wouldn't do that i, I, I wouldn't do it. it no tunnels i get claustrophobic me now. too
1: yeah. i used to drive through oh never mind we want to go there
2: <laughs> why not go through it yeah we got nah. so
1: you guys had something fun this weekend eh?
2: yes we did it was a good yes. investigation yeah
1: okay now tell me about this bucksin in it looks nice it's really pretty in there i like to go there
2: All right Oh yeah. So we went down there and uh we we got the most haunted rooms there. And um that and you asked is, for a haunted room. Oh yeah. Absolutely did. absolutely. And did absolutely. you sleep together? No. 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 <laughs> no. Heavens no. God no. <laughs> I did that once. Never <laughs> <No>. once. <laughs> that boy snores too loud.
0: You got your seat <laughs> <pack>. Yeah, somebody <laughs> else blows it out somewhere else <laughs> all night long. Yeah,
2: yeah. you're you i'm mm-hmm. um, with diner and it, it it was a very interesting place a lot of history to it um
1: well, tell me about the history sean
2: oh god i'm not good with that i oh, know it was built in 1812 and
1: uh, so what makes it haunted
2: uh, well the what was that girl lady's name that was an opera singer that was one
0: of the owners uh bonnie bonnie um, Bonnie then you have Mr Buxton and then Bonnie's cat that they uh his name was mr Buxton as well major Buxton yeah major Buxton, no yeah, major Buxton that. that's it
2: and we took a bunch of people out on investigation and uh, we were allowed in three places um in the dining room down in the tavern that's a that's that's a cool story Because back in the early 1800s, when it was built, it was actually like a tavern, like a bar Mm -hmm. type of deal. And so, you know how steps are like three inches, you know, you go up three inches up each step. Well, right in the middle, they had a step that went six inches high. And what they told us was, what they told us was because um, if somebody decided to rob the, the tavern, that they would be running up the steps that they would actually trip and fall on their face. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, you had to be careful going down and coming up. Uh, I don't know. We talked to the uh, Bonnie down there in the tavern, but there mm-hmm. was a neat coincidence about it. That um, that Buxton dude, he didn't seem to be a nice person because for the longest time we were talking to Bonnie in the, in the bar. And it was a nice health nice cheery, beautiful energy. She was answering our questions. Mm-hmm. I got it on I got it on video.
0: And yes, Sean I was, finally bought a video camera. Yeah, I
2: did. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the air in the room just changed to not nice energy. It was mean.
1: Who's and, the mean person? Mr. Buxton.
2: Mr. Buxton. And I think what happened to you guys over in the other place, because it kind of happened.
0: You heard. Well, when you guys were in the wine cellar and we were in the tavern or the other way around, the other way around. So we were in the wine cellar and you were in the tavern. Yeah, uh, I think so. Either or whatever. But what, what did you guys hear? Well, I know when we were in the tavern, uh, we had a lot of response with the spirit box and we found that there's actually four spirits that were there uh we can't really pinpoint who they were um there was a child spirit that we were told about to we didn't get their name nobody knows the child's name but they were like there's a little boy spirit here and actually i have to go back and listen to the evps but we all heard a child voice come through the spirit box which was pretty cool uh the rem pod hit which was really sweet it was right in the middle of the room there's no emf or anything around because we do a sweep with our K2s and other equipment to make sure there's no interference. So we had a good couple solid hits with that. Uh, and then, you know, like the, like you said, the people that were there, I think we had like five people it was nice. They were participating, you know, asking questions and like really into it. Um, you know, and I think, that, you know, just having everybody's energy there really helped, you know, the spirits that were there to communicate with us. Uh, we were in the wine cellar and you guys were in the tavern Didn't really have anything uh, with the REM pod over there at all. The spirit box, we didn't have anything. So we tried the old school flashlight method, which, you know, a lot of people are on the fence about that. But if you do it correctly, it can be, you know, positive. Uh, And I believe it actually was because, you know, we had a lot of, you know, on command events, you know, with questions we were asking and, you know, not exactly sure who it was over there. I think Bonnie was there. Uh, major Buxton, not exactly sure if it was him or somebody else was there as well, you know, but, I, but I did experience what you were talking about. Like it, it was one type of energy and then it seemed to like change a bit, like halfway through, Yeah, which was really, really different. Because, uh, yeah. Well, what, uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, having the two most haunted rooms in the place, you know, what did, uh, did you experience anything? Yes, I room? did what did you experience Sean? this
2: is what i experienced and i swear on my father's grave and everything this is true they always what? said that they have a a ghost of a cat that runs through the building okay was right. it
1: a meow at you
2: no no i was like it was Paul like Adam, six o'clock six thirty in the morning i felt this like you know how a cat oh when paw, they do that paw thing <laughs> right next to me man it was doing this shit and i was like Damn. Sorry. So the cat decided to come to me. But what was crazy, the room that uh, Jason was in, that's the room that usually the cat hangs out. But uh, he decided to come over to my bed and freaking wake me up like that. Um, the beds they were crazy, man. They sat so
0: damn high. Oh, my yeah, I, to I had to elevator. roll in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm six foot two, and I needed an elevator to get in. <laughs> why yeah. do they
1: do that? There's that, I, I wouldn't be able
4: to
0: do So, it. if I you walk by it, ladder. someone wants to grab your ankles, it could just reach out. And grab Is your that ankles. why?
2: <laughs> yeah, you have a little midget. Under there <laughs> snatching you up and taking and Spirits
0: down. under there, you know. Like in child's play, And you know, dolls hide under I'll there and just you cut your Achilles head. Head off. Oh my god. We we had That's dinner. So we had dinner dinner in their
2: in their uh diner and the and the food was very, very good.
0: Yeah, it was fun. really good. What did you
2: get? I got uh seafood Chesapeake.
4: Hmm.
2: It was all kind of seafood in this little sounds food. good. It was good what you had jason you had that
0: i had the new york strip steak special with a oh, big potato and sounds delicious. So, it, was.
1: it sounds great so uh, when you go to this place did you were you you were only confined to your bedroom that you could investigate or how no, did that no. you, they let you have the whole floor Mom. after people left or
2: Oh, no. After people left, we were confined to our rooms to investigate. And outside, One could, so the people
1: there could, could participate with your investigation that were there?
2: Yes, whoever whoever rented a room that night. Because they have four other buildings that, you know, they have four other buildings on their property when people were staying in. It was like minus seven degrees, so we didn't go out. It was really them. cold, yeah. It was cold.
0: But the people that investigated, it was from Twelve to two ish, you know, ended up going a little bit later to like two thirty, because there had to be a staff member, you know, with the group of people and everything, and they have to shut the bar down, and you know, obviously because alcohol is on the open and stuff like that, which is understandable, right? Uh, You know, so it was like from twelve to two thirty, we started off in like the dining area, you know, trying to communicate with spirits there, and then we split up, and uh we did the wine cellar and the tavern, and you know, the activity was actually pretty bumping down there so yeah. before we knew it it was like 2 30 and it's like wow that was pretty cool and then after that you know it's like head back to our rooms and since they're the most haunted rooms of course we gotta investigate those too yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah we didn't me and russ we didn't have anything happen you know crazy in our room the only thing was was um i put a lot of my equipment away you know had my cases sitting up against the wall and probably around four o'clock in the morning one of the handles on my case just slammed down really hard oh, you wow. know kind of you know, startled me a little bit but I was like oh okay and that was it yeah nothing, we, off, nothing else that night there so I would you go back snoring. oh
2: yeah we have to we made it you know we made it um they asked us to to do it for three times so January 29th we did it now we're going to go back down on the 19th of February uh-huh. and the 26th of March it's a go, lot Jenny. of fun a lot of fun. You can come down. You'll have fun. It's only a two-hour investigation, Jen.
0: Seriously, you gonna go, Jenny? You I can share know. a room with Sean?
1: I don't know. Let's ask my magic
0: board. <laughs> <laughs> no, share a room go. with Sean.
2: No. Oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Should let's I see go? Who comes running out first? God, I can't see what it says. <laughs> Prospect, good. Okay.
0: I uh, see, you have to go. You can ride with them too. Yeah, you guys can ride together and shoot the breeze. I don't
1: think so. Let's see what it says.
0: You can bring her song, This thing doesn't even work. Was that a magic eight ball?
1: Well, I got it at a flea market. Oh boy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Was there really a.
5: Ah.
1: Hello.
5: I feel like no doubt. Magic eight ball from the market Mind Oh, great! Thanks. It's, it's
0: what is it's going to give you? the honest truth.
5: truth. <laughs> <laughs> not the like off-brand eight-ball tell
1: now? Hmm. Are you a psychic?
4: Now you no. do? What
1: do you do? Should should you wow. should Sean and Jason go back to to boxing and?
0: We Shaking, I think they're pretty good.
1: I need breathing glasses. Indication says yes.
0: Oh yeah, we are
2: mm. definitely. And mm. Uh, mm. there is a place over on Rod Eight in Glenswath where I used to have my office, and it's an old school. And I'm contacting the owner tomorrow, Paul Kolwicki. He's a very good friend of mine, and he said we can come in there and investigate anytime, anytime we it's want. A magic
0: orb. It's there was a name. cemetery up there. I can't remember when uh Russ and I went to the supermarket to grab some things. Uh the lady at the checkout was talking about a cemetery. I cannot remember the name of it. Maybe uh, Russ Russ could chime in and he might know it. Oh uh, hell. She said yeah. it's, it's really haunted up here.
1: Russell, I seen Russell in the video. Um
0: <laughs> it's so
1: funny. you should have did more why didn't you i was like waiting for you to do it and you guys didn't do it so I uh, it was service was
0: uh service was not very good for on cell phones up there and no. uh i couldn't attach to wi-fi for some reason Mm-mm. so it was like hit and miss you know especially down in the tavern in the wine cellar there was, there was nothing there was no nothing service at all. you know we could have got a rabbit ears out and got some foil and tried, but. Yeah, well, are easy. you
1: guys going on one like that's uh, really like people call you to tell you, like, listen, Sean, I don't know what to do. There's a, well, I've been, there's this creature in my house that wants to. We, haven't, we
0: haven't gotten any of those yet.
1: No, a, those no. are funner, I well,
0: think. We're going to yeah. the Hinsdale house, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, that I'm
2: looking forward to that. I oh, am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'd
2: bring some holy water if I were
1: you. Why? No. Why? He he said it's all good. I know that's
2: what he says. Here's the deal, you know. You bring holy water, you try to smudge something, and and I think Trish can you know attest to this. It's like putting a band-aid on something, man. They'll be gone for a couple days, two or three days. And then it will come back with a vengeance on your ass because it knows what it wanted you to you wanted it wanted it you to do to get rid of them.
0: Am yeah. I right, Trish? I, I experienced that firsthand. Remember with the yeah. older guys stuff.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, the doggie's cute. There's there's always gonna be the I the making and in the Hensdale <laughs> house there was definitely something that I think he's falling asleep. This is my healing Jasper. He's he looks so like cute. a little gremlin. He What's his
2: his name? Him.
1: he keeps kissing you.
2: Jasper. Jasper. Is he a chihuahua mix? Yeah, he's a
1: papillion. A what? Papillion? Well, I never, never
2: heard, heard of, of that him. one. Where's spawn um, at? Where's Spore?
5: I don't know. He's probably the one making all the noise earlier.
2: <laughs> huh.
5: but yeah when you when you do things like that you know um it doesn't really affect i i mean sure it, it raises the vibration and everything mm-hmm. but but you're right as far as um it's not a permanent fix definitely <clears> throat> um throat> but but if you get to the root of the problem sometimes well, well you know sometimes it could be demonic sometimes it could be just really angry spirits that
2: that's have an 5%. issue that they
5: need dealt with, whatever. It, it's kind of like people, you know, and I was in customer service forever. And if you actually talk to people who are really, really angry, there's usually a problem. And when you get to the root of the problem and, and attempt to fix it or, or, you know, then it usually goes away. So,
1: well, that's true. But anything, I think, I mean,
2: I I remember when I worked at the post office. At one time, I was at McKnight Road one, and we had a windows in front. And this lady got out of her car, and she was ready for a fight. Even when she stepped out of that car, and I'm praying, I said, "Lord, don't let me have her. Don't let me have her. Don't let me have her." Sure Sure shit. She came up to my window, and before she could say anything, I said, "Did you get your haircut done today?" (laughs) And she said, "Yeah." I said, "My God, it looks really good on you." And I diffused that
0: right there. Yeah, you did. It's just been like, You got something right here. Mm. <laughs> but no, I mean, seriously. But
2: it's a good it's a it's a good place, it's a good investigation. And the, the people Real who nice work place, there yeah. who work there are friendly, very, very friendly. Yes. Well hmm. um you gotta come down, Jenny. Bring your son and your daughter uh, in law with you.
1: Oh yeah, they'd have fun. They would they would. I know my I know my the my son my my younger son, he would definitely like to do something like it. him and his wife. They're into all that. They used to work at a scare house. They get all. They had the most coolest makeup that they did. They loved that. I don't know how anybody could work at scare house. It's a scary. What it's a it's a haunted. They do it for Halloween. It's really scary. But um, I am doing a. Um, Joe is telling us that that we're going to be having a subscription YouTube channel where we'll have content that will not be on here or our regular YouTube channel. And it's the whole UPRN network. And so it's going to be really cool that you can um, watch stuff that we normally don't show. Like you, you know, you get content that's, you know, not and it's a subscription and I think it'll be really good. So we'll be doing that. And um, I am doing something different on Sunday. I'm going to try to do it this Sunday because I woke up. I took a nap and I got a headache. And don't a headache. I woke up with an earache. Oh, my God. I couldn't hear. It was like, oh, my God, I can't hear. It was ringing. And so I had to cancel last Sunday at 7 o'clock. So I'm going to try to do it at uh, 7 o'clock. It's going to be Chasing Prophecy off topic. Really?
4: So, yeah. I saw so, that.
1: Yeah, you guys can come on with me if you want. Um, we're gonna like next. Well, this I guess it would be next Sunday. It's Super that, Bowl, February thirteenth is the Super Bowl.
5: Oh yes, two weeks.
1: Yeah, so I won't be on the, I'm the Super Bowl because no one will probably watch it. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't watch the Super Bowl. I
5: don't. So watch
1: maybe it I will. So I probably will still do it because I really don't watch the Super Bowl.
2: Cincinnati he's going to win it. By we'll, what time
1: night. is the Super Bowl anyways?
2: 630 usually.
1: Well, maybe I'll do it early. Who knows? Or I'll just skip that one. Um, but next week will be um, So You Want to Write a Novel. So Linda Kessler is going to come on and she's going to say how she got started and what to do if you want to write. Um, and then the next one is on The Carnivore Keto, mm-hmm. which uh, I you know me. I do both. I just started doing keto. I mean, carnivore. Let me tell you, the first couple of days was so hard
0: because you have no energy.
1: I had like uh, withdrawal, actually, like an alcoholic or a drug addict would have from sugar. Because when I do, I cheated on Christmas. Remember, I, yep. I cheated three times and I put on 15 pounds doing this. First, it was um, when I had COVID, and I kept on. <laughs> I'm embarrassed because I, I when I eat, uh, when I, when I am sick, I want to eat. I don't know why it feels like I need to, you know, what's that word? Starve a fever.
5: Starve a fever, feed a cold.
1: Yeah. Something like you're that. You're not supposed to eat. Yeah. You're not supposed to, You're when you have a cold, you're supposed to eat, but drink have, whiskey. Is it fever you don't eat? I forget which one. One of them. So I, um, when I was sick. You know, I thought, you know, I'm sick. I need nourishment to get better. And then, then, um, one night <laughs> I'll never forget. It. I didn't feel sick. I just had a headache and a stuffed up nose. Okay. Well, after my headache went away, I'm sitting in front. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I'm watching, I forget which series was on Netflix that I watched. I can't remember, uh, Down, downtown Abbey or something. Downton Abbey. I think it was that. So I poured myself a rum And had my Coke Zero. I'm all ready to get it. You know, I'm going like this. Get it. I don't taste anything. (laughs) It was like, there's something wrong with this Coke. It's flat or something. It's like, wait a minute. Oh, my God. I think I have COVID. So I went and I, I, I was don't eating don't. The Halloween candy, and I started eating it and eating it, and I was like eating all this candy just to see did if I could cake? taste it. Mm-hmm. But you can taste it. So <laughs> I was thinking, can I taste it? Is is it? Do I taste this? And peanut butter did not taste right. Oh wow! Because I had peanut butter Reese Cups. Okay. So anyway, so I I cheated that day, and then then Halloween came. I cheated that day. But mm-hmm. then the cheating for Christmas came. The whole Christmas seems like two weeks. I was making cookies, tasting everything. And Christmas I ate cookies and I said, oh, I'll just finish off this because might as well, you know, hardly screwed up. my diet. Might as well eat that. So I was withdrawing from the sugar. I'm going to tell you what. When I did when I did carnivore, I tell you what, it was when I started carnivore, I, I felt sugar like sugar is more guy. addicting
0: I, than most drugs.
1: Jason, I I oh I felt like I was dying. I was
0: like,
5: "Oh my god, this is horrible!" I noticed you looked this. a little
0: different then. Yeah, you did. I didn't want to say anything, but
5: why am I frozen like this?
0: Frozen? I don't know. <laughs> <Frozen>? <laughs> I don't know.
5: <laughs> like you all can still hear me. Oh, well, you're frozen, I don't know, Tris! But she's so <laughs> really shocked that I was <laughs>
1: like, "Yeah, having withdrawal." Yeah, <laughs> man, that's, yeah,
5: no. I, I was going to say the Nestle thing. I forgot about that. The water that, that they're putting sugar in the water.
2: What? I didn't know it's that bottled
5: water. Yeah.
1: Are you kidding me? That's, yeah, a, but, that's you know so... just like the regular
5: that's supposed to be. I didn't know they water. were doing that. When did they do that? That's horrible. Oh, that's been it's. um uh, it's... No, but I tell you well, what. I though. saw it on something a bunch of shows did did stuff on it. So.
1: I feel I feel so much better. But last night my dog woke me up at one fifty. And I've only had one, what, let's see how many hours it is I've been up. Yeah. I, I slept like, I went to bed at 1130. So I didn't have much sleep last night. So I feel like crap right now. I feel like I'm going to fall asleep. But yeah, I believe it. I swear, I um, my inflammation has gone way down from giving mm. up the sugar. Um, we'll see what happens. Hey, I'll try trick.
2: Talk about your show. You had two shows now, I've watched them, they're pretty yeah. decent. Talk about your yeah, show,
5: yeah. So, and really, uh, something really profound happened today. Oh, uh, after you know, I always get downloads and stuff, and and uh, a lot of <laughs> After I get it, speak- pap, get it. <laughs> 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 that scared me. <laughs> Um so today you know I had Ken Edwards the Rune Walker. Uh, yeah. fascinating, Rune, yeah, And Rune we didn't have Rune. enough time to talk about he's also a cancer survivor. Oh, wow. um, World Cancer Day is this Friday. So he's actually going to come back um next Monday and and we're going to talk about his cancer um survival story. But we were discussing the runes and how you know, everybody's connection to, to nature and the earth and runes go back to your roots and, Mm -hmm. and ancient trees. And he had mentioned, um, you know, the aspen tree and the aspen tree represents, um, endurance and resurrection. They aid the, um, the dead in their path to rebirth actually, but they also symbolize, um, protection and facing one's fears. So, so this morning I woke up and all of a sudden the first thing that came across my, my, um, you know, newsfeed was, um, it, it had Aspen's allies on the top. And it's this story about this little baby who needs surgery. Um, very soon. She was just diagnosed with, I don't know if I can pronounce the craniosynostosis. Hmm. Um, so they have to raise this money, um, for the deposit of the sur- to schedule the surgery, um, by February, by this month. And, um, the interesting thing, you know, so the aspen tree, meaning the tree of courage facing one's fears, the only doctor who performs this surgery is called Dr. I, I'm sure it's pronounced differently. The way it's spelled is fear on F E A R O N. And I was like, well, backwards, mm. that's no fear. You know, you you flip yeah. everything around and you transmute the energy. And then also on my show, I was talking about how, uh, you know, they always say you either sink or swim. And, and I don't believe that because I believe both are a struggle. So I, I was like, you don't sink or swim, you float, right? <laughs> because that's letting go. That's letting go mm-hmm. from the control. Well, the parents of this little girl, and she's in she's in the Topeka area. They own a big business called Midwest Float. So I'm like, there you go. You know, obviously we're like, I'm I'm supposed to, um, you know, we're always guided to people and places where we're meant to help or or do something in some way. I'm like, how am I going to do that? Well, um, there's any money there's, there's kid these babies all over the world that need these surgeries and the group, any money that doesn't go to this baby will go to, it's called a cranial care bears. And that made me think of, you know, all the healers and stuff we have on the, on the United public radio network. It's kind of like that. It's like, everybody has their own unique gift. And when you come together and you do something with that, you know, helping people, helping even like in, in spirits as far as haunted places and, mm-hmm. and um, healers and everything like that. And so it, it kind of is like the Care Bears, you know, or yeah. that's a great, they put their, great. you know, they always, they all have their different little uh personas and shine their lights together to defeat the villains. So, so her name, um, yes, it's Al or Aspen's allies. Um, and there's a Facebook page, you know, if people want to donate or cash out, Venmo, things like that. So
1: that's a wonderful thing. Very interesting. Hey, Sean, what was in your drink?
2: It's iced tea. Okay. <laughs> Gold peak. I was Which, thirsty. I, I'm my, thirsty. My buddy, too. Tony. My friend Tony thought I was drinking. Some yeah, alcohol. that's what I thought there. you were too for a minute. Oh, no, I'm still sober. Oh, it's good. Up, 31 years.
1: That's awesome, yep.
2: Sean. 31 years.
0: 30 How years. long have you been in the that's business?
4: A long time.
0: It's over 32 years now, I would say. Wait, well, it was 31 because it was just 30 in 2021 and now it's 2022. So it's.
2: 32. I see. Kept saying over you, 30 years. 1983. Is Sean, when I do you
1: sponsor anybody? <laughs>
2: I used to. I don't go to the meetings anymore um, yeah. because it kind of like changed, you mm-hmm. know, and I was, I was brought up in like old time recovery. I mean, that they were, they were, they were strict then, but now I really don't know. Um, I really believe that I was, I went to the meetings. I was doing two meetings a day, seven days a week. So I was doing 14 meetings a week. I didn't have a life, and Mm -hmm. I was thinking, you know what? i got to start doing something, and what was crazy was that I started ghost hunting. So, It was something. Well,
1: it keeps you busy and out of trouble.
2: It it does.
1: So what's your show about tonight?
2: I was going to talk about the bombing, bomber, the the airplane. Yeah. And um, the Buxton house and whatever else comes out of my mouth, you know?
1: Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I know um next week we have keep, we have Bad to the Bone.
2: Yeah, paranormal. Paranormal.
1: It's a group of women, I think. I
2: saw their I saw their Facebook page, you know. I that think seems pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah.
1: Hey, and we'll talk about some other things that are in the news. Hopefully, we'll find something well, I'm sure something will happen. In Pittsburgh and <laughs>
4: something.
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the tunnels will collapse and you can say, I heard it first here.
2: Oh um, my God. I'm you like, man, you <laughs> don't first,
1: say that. You well, freak out. I don't
2: know. Oh my God. There's
1: so many weird stuff I've been dreaming lately. So I, I, I'll tell you after the show.
2: Jenny, honest to God, if, if I'm in a tunnel and it falls through,
1: that means I had a premonition. Yeah. I mean, and I'd, be is like, I'd be dead. I'd
2: be dead. No, you won't. Yeah, I would.
1: You'd be the one that got out in time oh no 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 don't say you heard um, it here
5: and happy Imbol, you know for what's that people emble in bulk is today what's it's that? it's the midway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox oh, it's, oh, it's oh you like know there's only 40, when what, 40 the light seven days turning after
1: today 47 yeah, days good. till spring well we're going to get out of here folks so um call it a night that concludes torture tuesday so sean can get ready for his show
0: Um, Um, i'm gonna go lose a couple kidney stones from all that tea real quick oh my (laughs) jesus oh no i I got another bottle downstairs in my bedroom so i'm good
1: (laughs) well that's good
0: i'll make sure you call me from the hospital so i can hear how it went all right (laughs)